I had been thinking about her for six weeks, about what she did for me, you know. And when I finally got to see her and say thank you, and she was more happy to see me than I was to see her, I think. Hello, dog lovers. Welcome to Rescued by a Dog, the podcast about dogs who have actually saved their owners' lives. I am Laura, author of the novel Not Just a Dog and host of this podcast. This week, while I work on new stories for season four, I'm going to re-release one of my favorite episodes from season one about the incredible pup Sadie who rushed to the rescue when her owner had a stroke. I made some pretty rookie audio choices on the earlier episodes, so please bear with the audio quality. Our sponsor today is a fantastic team of trainers in Austin, Tooth and Tail Dog Services, dedicated to helping humans and their dogs better their communications with one another through training, as well as providing a safe and comfortable environment for dogs while their human parents are away. Check out Tooth and Tail at toothandtaildogservices.com. Now get ready to happy cry as you listen to this powerful and beautiful story. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm very happy to do it. And how is Sadie? She's good. She's sleeping over here on her bed. Why don't you um, tell us who Sadie is? How did you find Sadie and what does she look like? Well, I had been under quarantine because of COVID because I'm at elevated risk of COVID. Okay. So I had been spending a great deal of time at home alone and bored out of my mind. And I had been thinking about rescuing a dog for quite a long time. Since I had to put the last dog I had down, I thought about getting another one, but it was too soon and I needed to wait. But then during COVID, spending so much time at home alone, I thought I have the love in my heart and I have the space in my house to give. So let me see if I can find a dog to rescue from a shelter. So I was searching online and I had registered with a couple of sites in September. Of 2020? of 2020. And some friends were also looking out for me. And a friend of mine sent me a picture of Sadie and I thought she was gorgeous. So I called the shelter and they said, I don't know because she's not good with men. But if you want, you can come over and we can have an introduction and see if she takes to you. So we had the introduction and within 10 minutes, she was already playing fetch with me. Oh, how sweet. And they said, looks like we may have found a match. I just got a chill. I love stories like that. And within a half hour, she was jumping in the backseat of my car and we were on our way home. I looked in the rearview mirror and I said, my God, she's a big dog. (laughs) (laughs) How much does she weigh? 104 pounds. Oh, she's really big. Yes, she's very big. And I thought, this is a big dog and I don't know her. What if she attacks me from the back seat? But she didn't. And when I got home, I stopped at the pet store first because I had nothing. I had to buy food. I had to buy a bowl. I had to buy everything. So I stopped. And when we got home, I was trying to take a few pictures of her to share on, you know, with some friends. And as I was trying to take the picture, she came walking up and she jumped up. And she's big enough that she put both her paws on my shoulders. Oh. And she looked at me in the face, and the expression on her face was, thank you for taking me out of there. It was undeniably a thank you, 
I'm so happy to be with you. And so I fell in love with her at that very moment. What had her life been like before you met her? I don't know much about her history, except that she had been with the same person for um, six years. And this young lady got a new boyfriend, and there was an issue with the boyfriend and Sadie. And so she dropped her off at the shelter. I don't know oh. if, they were mo- if they were moving or what the story was, but I thought to myself, she's going to break up with the boyfriend in six months and regret doing this. And actually what's happened is I heard that she saw the story on the news. Yeah. And she was called the shelter sobbing and crying, saying that she's so happy that Sadie found a loving home. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah, the executive director, I asked her, why do you think she took to me? She said, I think it's your calm demeanor. Mm, yeah. She's a bit skittish. And yep. my calm demeanor was, a, you know, she felt comfortable with me. Right. That makes sense to me. Okay, so what was life like when y'all first got home together? Oh, we started because I used to go out walking six miles a day. and. So she started joining me on my walks. Oh, I bet she loved that. She did. She lost 10 pounds. And so we were having, you know, a good life together. And until one fateful night in January of 2021, I had had COVID in December for the second time. And... I recovered from that, so I thought. Yeah. And I was sick for about two and a half weeks. I was feeling better, and I was getting back to my normal routine and taking her out and walking and and playing fetch in the yard with her. And then one night, while I was sleeping, I got up to use the bathroom. And as soon as I tried to stand up, my legs collapsed from underneath me, and I went straight down. And she came running. I don't think it was on the floor for three seconds before she was there. And I was slipping out of in and out of consciousness. And she stood over me, licking my face to keep me awake. Oh, for how long? I don't know. But I know I was there for a while. Because I kept waking up and trying to get up, but I fell straight back down. And what was happening to you? I was having a stroke. She stayed there and she was licking my face. And the longer I stayed on the floor, the more distraught she was getting. And I was laying there and she was standing with her face right in my face. And I reached up to comfort her to say, it's okay. Because she was the longer I laid there, the more distraught she got. Yeah. So I was petting her. And as my hand passed across her collar, I thought maybe I could use her as a counterweight to pull myself up. And as soon as I grabbed onto her collar, she just started pulling back because my cell phone was on the other side of the room on the dress. But I encouraged her, yes, baby, keep going, keep going. And she kept pulling. She pulled me out from, I was stuck between my bed and the wall. It's about a three feet space. She pulled me around to the bottom of the bed, around the corner and over to my dress. But she was strong enough to do it. And determined enough. Wow. So 
I was scared because if I have the police come, they're going to have to break down my door. And I didn't want to traumatize her. I had only had her for a few months. Right. So I have a cousin that doesn't that lives not too far away. I called her and she came and I said to her, I think I'm having a stroke. Can you come and take me to the hospital? And she did. And they kept me in the hospital. And my brother and my sister-in-law came from Queens and picked her up and took her back to Queens with them. Yeah. My brother was afraid of her. And when I first got her, he said, you're crazy. I wouldn't get that dog. And then when I went into the hospital, he and his wife took her. And as they got, as she stayed with them, they became very attached to her. And I was doing some FaceTime with her, you know, on, they would take their phone and I would be able to do FaceTime with her. And my brother kept raving about what a good dog she is and how much he likes her. And I had to remind him, Tom, she's my dog. When I get out of here, she's coming <laughs> home with me. <laughs> I was in inpatient rehab. Ooh, for a long time. About a month, yeah. Okay. And... I happened, my sister-in-law happened to be complaining about the, the shedding. And I thought maybe because I changed her food, maybe that's what's causing the excessive shedding. So I called our Barry, the shelter where I got her, to ask, you know, what food she had been eating, because maybe I should switch her back to that food. And as I was talking to Megan, the executive director, she said, how is Sadie? I said, she's good. She said, is she there with you now? I said, no. She's with my brother. She said, why? Is everything okay? And I said, um, I'm actually in the hospital. I had a stroke. I said, you know, Megan, as a matter of fact, Sadie helped me. I grabbed her collar and she pulled me across the room to where my cell phone was. And she said, this is incredible, Brian. Do you mind if I put it on our website? I said, no, absolutely. Once she put it on her website, it went viral. I had people calling me from Europe, from hmm. Canada, all over the United States, ABC, NBC, CBS, A&E, Ellen DeGeneres, Kelly and Ryan, uh, so many. Well, what was happening was while I was in the rehab facility, I was getting calls to do interviews. And I was doing interviews from my room in the, in the facility. And the executive director of the facility came to my room one day and he said, I hear you're quite the celebrity. And I said, yeah, apparently. And when it came time for me to be discharged, he came back to my room and he said, I have a couple of surprises for you. He said, I've arranged to have a clap out for you. You know what a clap out is? Yeah. Yeah, can you describe it, though, for anyone listening who doesn't know? It's where all of the doctors and all of the nurses line up in the hallway, and they wheel you out, and everybody claps as you pass by. And the entire staff was there because they all knew me. They knew my story. And so it was quite, for me, it was overwhelming because I'm kind of a shy person. And to have that many people clapping for me, 
But the real surprise was he had made arrangements for my reunion with Sadie to be in the parking lot. Oh. So when I was in the lobby, they said, we have to warn you because we don't want you to be shocked. There's a lot of media outside. I thought, why is there media outside? Well, the executive director is so excited about your story that he's asked the media to come. And when they wheeled me out the front door, there was a ton of people out there, media and, and supporting staff and cameramen and people from the facility that wanted to watch it. And everyone was in tears. Oh. She came running over to me and she jumped up on me and she was licking me and oh. I was hugging her. and cr- We were both crying. She was crying. I was crying. <laughs> in fact, every time I tell, think about this, I get emotional. Because I had been thinking about her for six weeks, about what she did for me, you know. And when I finally got to see her and say thank you, and she was more happy to see me than I was to see her, I think. What was it like when you got home with her then? Oh, she, (laughs) the first night, when I was in bed, she jumped up on the bed to sleep with me. And I thought, oh, no, we don't sleep in my bed. But then I thought, we've both been through a tragic, traumatic experience, so okay. Yeah. So she lay, stayed on the bed. She laid next to me, and she stayed, laid there watching. And when I went to get up to use the bathroom, she came walking over. She put her front paws on the the left side of me, her hind paws on the right side, and she laid down on my chest so I couldn't get up. Almost as if to say, we're not going to go through this again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And I kept saying, Sadie, I have to use the bathroom. You got to let me up. She wouldn't let me up. (laughs) Finally, I got her to get off of me. And when I got up, she followed me every step of the way. She stood waiting for me in the bathroom. And she walked me back to bed. And then the next morning when I was going down the stairs, she started to walk step by step with me down the stairs, looking up at me like, you okay? You okay? Are you okay? And I thought, this dog is amazing. And she continued to be very protective of me. and She still is. Does she follow you around still? Yeah. What do you do together when you're just having leisure time with her? I take her in my yard and we play fetch. She loves to play fetch until she's exhausted. Right, Sadie? Come on. What is a particularly happy memory that you have with Sadie? Um, Next door, living next door to me, I have... Two, I have twin girls, and they're about six years old. And they kept looking at her from a distance, and they would speak to me with her when I played fetch with her in the yard. They would speak to me from the window. And then one day they said, we were out front, they said, can we meet Sadie? And I said, you have to ask your mommy first and get permission. So they did. They said, she said yes. 
So they were very scared to come over, and I taught them how to approach her slowly. And the next thing I know, they were both hugging her and kissing her, <laughs> saying, she needs a nickname. We're going to give her a nickname. And they nicknamed her Angel. And I said, why did you name her na Angel? Because she's an angel. She's very sweet, and we love her. Now they ring my doorbell. And Sadie knows that they're at the door. And she <laughs> loves them. And I go outside with them and they hug her and kiss her and they put little crowns on her and tiaras rather. And they buy her little bowls <laughs> of things. It's the cutest thing. It's so sweet, especially for a dog that you were worried at first might have difficulty meeting new people. Apparently she's just happy. I think she feeds off of my, uh, my reaction to people because if I'm okay with the person, she's okay. Right. She's smart then. She's very smart. What does she do that's particularly smart? Is there something she does that, that makes you, aside from rescue, saving your life, obviously? Um, one day, I, she has these stuffed, stuffed animals, and they started to stink. So I put them in the washer. And I was eating dinner, and she sat, sat there looking at me. And I was like, what's wrong? And she just sat there looking. And I said, oh, your babies. I forgot them in the washer. <laughs> as soon as I said baby, she ran to the top of the basement stairs. And she followed me down the stairs. She got down before I did. Yeah. And she ran straight to the dryer. And she oh, wow. Them looking at it. I know they're in there. <laughs> I, was like, I opened the door and she reached in and she was like a, a mother, you know, checking over her babies. <laughs> And she, one by one, pulled them out of the dryer, and then she carried them upstairs. How cute. I was like, how did she know that these things were in the dryer? She didn't know. see you put them in there? No. Wow. I guess smell? But then you had washed them, so that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, one other thing. I don't know if you're familiar with the Animal Medical Center in Manhattan. No. It's on the Riverside Drive and 62nd Street. Yeah. They gave Sadie their top dog award for 2021. Good girl. So we had uh, a celebration ceremony, award ceremony in Cipriani on 42nd Street. It's a very upscale restaurant. It was beautiful. They sent the limousine to pick us up. She got Is to go it? to Cipriani? Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm guessing dogs don't usually get to go to Cipriani. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> did she get some, did they make her some food? No, but they rolled out a red carpet for us. Yeah, nice. And we went on stage and she was presented with a, a plaque and a, and a medal. If Sadie could understand English, what would you like to say to her? I would like to thank her for everything that she's done for me. She has brought vitality back into my life. She's like brought happiness back into my life. She saved my life and she's the best companion I could expect.